Lawyer Talk, 222-19. Or is it 022219? Yeah, the latter. 22. I mean, yeah. if we're going to use the uh, new millennial digitory system, it's got to be 022219. Dashes or slashes, I don't care. It is 22219. That is February 22nd, 2019. Lawyer talk off the record on the air. Extra, extra, extra. Hear all about it. Missed last week, back this week, ready to bring in all the news stories that matter. Um, all your latest and greatest news. I mean, you don't need no CNN. You don't need no Fox News. You don't need no Huffa Wuffa Post. All you got to do is listen to lawyer talk. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your kids not to listen. <clears throat> anyway, uh, so here we are back again doing some news extra. We've cut some pretty cool shows recently. The only thing I got to comment on is that Jared has the whitest shirts I have ever, ever seen. He just showed us this picture. This is newsworthy for me. I mean, the, the two things I've noticed, <laughs> the two things I've noticed about your pictures, uh, first of all, the organization of your white T-shirt drawers. In other words, they don't fit in one. No. There's no. multiple, multiple drawers there. And then you go sideways, you don't, you don't top them. I, I do nothing. I mean, we've got, a, we've got a photographer in the house that could white balance his camera on those things. They are so bright white. The house manager takes care of that program. Yeah. I've got this thing. If you guys don't have one, I don't know where Shorty got it. It's his magic basket. Okay, what happens? I come home, I, I take take off my clothes, I throw them in this basket, right? Poof. Crystal clean <laughs> and in drawers. Yeah. Folded up. I don't know how it works. And it's it's been doing it's this bad it's good it's, it's a good one. Because I mean it hasn't stopped working in like sixteen years. Still, just throw it in there, poof. That throws right me there back to in your drawer. drawer. That throws me back to an era back in August 14, 1945, when the famous picture after the end of the big one, or maybe that wasn't the big one, after the end of World War II, the sailor uh, kissing his gal. Ah, yes. Yeah. Now he just died. It was a nurse. Oh, he just died? Yeah. <clears throat> How old was he? Um... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't you hold have that picture there's, on your a, there's, a, there's, there's a statue. I do, yeah. There's a, sta my... there's a statue that was made of that, of, of the famous kiss. And uh, I saw there that he just died and somebody also had graffitied hashtag yeah. me too. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, that was the next story on my <laughs> that was thing. Pretty, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, really? I mean, what, oh, it's what, like what, you're what was wrong with that? Me too by vandalism? Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, and I mean, first you're all, committing another crime. Yeah, me too. It's it's a bunch of crap. Well, anyway, uh, I think I think in the history of that, I think it might have been staged, I heard, at some point. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was a total candid. But I, why would you assume, why would somebody, me too, assume that this was some sort of sexual assault? Maybe she wanted to be kissed? Oh, they're actually saying it was a sexual assault now? Well, I think that was the, yeah. the premise of the me too. That's why you put me too on there. Well, I get that. I thought you were saying that now history is showing that he was sexually assaulting that woman. Oh, I, no, 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 not no, at all. I think okay. I, I, that was precise. I mean, he probably, what if he just said, hey, I want to kiss you, but when I do, I'm going to take you and kind of bend you over, and it's going to be very romantic. That takes all the spontaneity out of it, right? I don't know if that was bending over. Or you know, bend her back. I guess, I guess what I'm saying is me back. too is to not... To to treat people with respect and not sexually assault people and not you know offend people or what however you want to put it, but how how is that? So now you're going to vandalize to prove that point? Yeah, me so too. The crime is a crime is a crime. Well, look, I'm all about it. Don't rape women. Don't sexually assault women. Don't take advantage of women. Don't take advantage of men. Don't take advantage of anyone. I mean, why would you do anything like that? But uh, I don't think this iconic. But now it's photograph. been shrunk into two words. Me too. Yeah. Hashtag me too. Maybe maybe it just meant me too. I think it's really awesome that we won World War II. 
See how the play on two, T-O-O, T-W-O. Yeah. Yeah. And well, it is I got some breaking news sort of in the same vein. Not really, but it goes to um, sex trafficking, I guess. Patriots owner Robert Kraft charged with soliciting prostitution in Florida Spa. That is an hour ago. So that what? guy, what do you think his net worth is? More than I can count, yeah. right? So that goes beyond my mathematical abilities, I'm guessing. So he's hanging out in a spa and apparently soliciting prostitution. Now, I don't know what they're going to do with that. It says Jupiter Police Department where the Texas alleged New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft solicited prostitution. Two counts. Was it a sting or how did he get how did he get caught up? What's, a, what's a spa? It's like, I mean, it's, yeah. it's like, I've, like there was a time when you spa meant like that in a spa. There's a time when you get you go to a it's fancy like resort. Baths. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get spa treatment, or is it like a Greek bath, or is it like uh, I don't know? It's a spa. I mean, sometimes spa has a real negative connotation. Yeah, to it's it. on surveillance. You're right. So there was there was ten stings. They had to had shut down uh, ten Spas. Palm Beach County sort of spa things right. going on. So spa has not yet been arrested on the misdemeanor charges. It says he and then there was some spokesman that released that he categorically denies. But it's on tape, man. You know what I mean? You got to be careful about the tape things. We've had a lot of the soliciting. I represent solicitors for bills. Yeah, we, you know, everybody, you know, Steve has. Yeah, we just have them. We got a. I've had a couple where they've yeah. just been like, nah, dude, it ain't me. And then it's like on tape, like, dude, you're like asking, like, how much? You Here's know what the I mean? awesomeness <laughs> of it, though. It's like the last one of these I had. Um, and, and believe it or not, a lot of times there's defense to these. I mean, this is the classic. All right, you you look at the ad on Craigslist or whatever it is, and it says meet me at the Holiday Inn for a little holiday treatment. The and, Holiday uh, Inn. You show up, and there's this weird sort of tortured dialogue. About, Awkward. You know, it's like the guy's like, "Well, I don't know. I mean, what are we talking about?" And they're like, "Well, I don't know. You tell me." Or, I don't know. Is it maybe a little bit of uh, something with your mouth? Or I don't know. What if you use something else? And well, how other much? people really try. They'll they'll all be real skeptical that this isn't a cop. So they'll say, "I just want to talk." I just want to talk. I just want to talk. I'm lonely. I just want to sit down and talk. I have somebody to, I'll pay for your time. I just want to talk. Yeah. Well, so is that a defense? Am I, I'm not, I'm paying for somebody to talk to me. It's no, not prostitution. The last one of these I had, the guy actually dropped trowel. Yeah. Yeah. Completely yep. dropped trowel. Like and, right in front of the camera. And, and sadly, it's burned in my brain. There was money on the table, but <laughs> it was defensible in the sense that the dialogue didn't quite, it, it didn't quite make up the offense. Like, it wasn't quite there. It was close, but not quite. They were dancing around. No, he was naked. So he got naked before it was discussed <laughs> yeah, what was going to happen. That's, that's the end game right after there. After he got naked. And uh, here's the problem with that. It's like most people in that scenario just sort of want it over with. All right? So right. over with does not include, let me just sort of be clear about what would happen at a trial. It is public. It would last a day or two or three in our Franklin County Municipal Court starting around 2.30 in the afternoon. Everybody would be coming to watch because... It just would be something to do other than sitting in your office after a long day yeah. of court. And there would be video and audio of your schmeckle <laughs> being shown. Well, in that scenario, that was yeah, that was bad. That was a straight-on schmeckle. Normally, he dropped there, like six inches from the hidden camera. I mean, normally, they're right busting there. in before there's any clothing off, but... Oh, he just dropped it. Yeah, he was and, ready yeah. to go. And, you know, I... I well, who am I to say what um, that a male penis is offensive or not offensive? I mean, it just it wasn't something that I don't think you'd want seen or shown to the world in a trial setting. So the, it it has its own deterring effect to go plead guilty to it because you just want to get it over with. So uh, that's the yeah. now it is a misdemeanor. Most people end up on probation. A lot of people do. You know what, Jared? They have John School. John School. Yep. I guess that's some sort of training on how not to get caught, maybe, or maybe is it just. Yeah. 
Have you have you ever taken the John School or been? I, do you I, know what it is? I would love to actually, um, because a guy that teaches it is uh, Mike Albright, and he sort of heads it up. And it's it's more than just like don't do you know don't solicit prostitution. It's an education about human trafficking and yeah, how, it's real, how it's a real problem. Right, so that's a good deal. Yeah, I mean it's it's actually really from what I've heard, it's really educational. But can you get the yeah. zombie disease from it? Oh, dude! My, my just, wife, the first thing she out of her mouth was. Did we eat all that deer meat yet that my buddy gave me? I was like, yeah, we did. It's gone. We ate it all. And you my mom actually texted me too saying, you got to show this to Steve. Yeah, for the zombie disease. Oh, the way things are going, yeah. I don't have to worry. I haven't killed anything. Well, what I was wondering is, but most of those, and you would know more than anything, Jared, being in the food industry, it's like when you hit hit that a certain temperature, most of those you know, things that you can get from meat get sick from are killed, right? Yeah, most. You know what I mean. I like mean, if, I, if you it, cook it, it to well done and it's chilly, they don't call it the zombie no, I mean, disease for anything. Man. But there's well, but the, I thought like you can still. What's another you, one? You're like not mad gonna, cow. You're not gonna be able to. You're not, yeah. yeah, you're not gonna be able yeah. to cook out all of it there. I mean, there's there's certain diseases and there's certain things that are gonna be a meat that you can't just take a rotten piece of meat and be like, you know what? <laughs> if I get it to, to 160 degrees, we're we're fine. Yeah, it's gonna that's, taste it's, awful. It's right. Well, yeah, it'll taste awful. Well, the other thing is, for sure. what was the last one they had going on with deer? It's still going around. I forget what it's called. The, the, hoof, the hoof and mouth. No, it was like uh, some degenerative. <laughs> is that for real? Hoof and mouth. Yeah, yeah. the hoof and mouth. Yeah, it was something. Real. It was something else. But here's what it is, though, uh, Jeff. A lot of those things are, are contaminated when you cut into the bones. So they've they've like there's been, um, um, you know, what you know, some people just cut the quarters off with a sawzall. Me included, mm. um, <laughs> or but recently, and because of just uh, keeping the meat as safe as I can, I've been just hanging it up and boning it right from the. And there's way in cleaning it that uh, you could you could when you're cutting through there if you accidentally hit you know I mean you can spoil the meat like let's right. say let you, you cut open yeah. there the and there's, there's feces and things there that that could go into the meat that's no good. Yeah, when you gut shoot the deer, not good. Gotcha. I thought of you guys the other day when I saw this one right here. The Ohio man sucker punches attorney after sentence to the 47 years. Boy, he got I him. I saw the video. He, he got him good. He stood yeah. there at the podium. My brother said he's, he's got his hands uh, together. You know what I mean? He's, he's cuffed in the front. Yeah. And uh, he got the sentence, and he, he just turns and What county is whack, that in? Bam. Uh, let's see here. Cleveland, it looks like. Yes, I do believe it was Cleveland there. That would be Cuyahoga. Cuyahoga County. So yeah, I've never been punched by a client. According now, we had one client. I thought got about upset. it. Yeah, I thought about it. Yeah, I, I you thought we, about punching a client, or no, you almost got punched by got, a client. I was Steve. I was sitting second chair on trial. A client was next to me, and the jury came back, and we the we jury both, we fine. Both, we and I was just, scooting. I like kind of, <laughs> I kind of like closed one eye and like scooted over. And you, you know, know what I mean? Nah. Yeah, nah. And I'm like, I, I thought he might, this guy might be capable of it. He yeah. was in shackles by then though. Yeah. But I yeah. was worried there was going to be. But even then be, I was like, if he's going to, you know, swing both arms or kick me or he something. He was a bigger gentleman too. Let's yeah. just be honest. Yeah. He, he would have flopped around like a, like a tuna, you know, that would have that been a, <laughs> yeah. that would have been a mess had he have gone uh, haywire. And as we all know, everybody should be aware of fake news. Fake news? Fake. Oh, fake, fake news. Fake news. You yeah. heard of that? I've heard of it. I don't know if you've heard of it. Well, there was a high school here. <laughs> at the uh, was I'm not sure if that say that right. Is it uh, Klein? Is that Klein Oak, Oklahoma? Klein Oak, maybe? Klein, Klein, Klein Oak, Oak, yeah. Klein Oak High School teachers gave students a fake news assignment intended to illustrate the power of creating and distributing false information. Now, the problem with that was their students went through with it, and you're just supposed to bring the project in. Well, one of the students went through and uh, made up the fake news that an administrator was dealing drugs. Okay. And he posted it, and it went viral. 
And oh. then next thing you know, it went crazy, and parents are coming in that he sell that the, the administrators are selling cocaine, and he wrote he wrote this story well enough, yet fake, but written to where it sounded like it could be real. Yeah. To where there was a whole uh, a whole uproar, huh? uproar. Yeah. Then the uproar went from uh, I didn't I'm not, I'm not selling any drugs to find me that teacher. Oh, um, so they actually went to hunt him down. Yeah, huh? they hunted down and said that that was not a very good project. That huh. should not be teaching that. Um, you know, I but, read an article the other day, kind of in the same the same idea. The guy was basically saying when you read news and when you're like studying a topic, you need to think of it in a way like uh, sports and instant replay, because. When we watch, we're like, oh, you know, if you're watching a football game, it's like, oh, yeah, he caught that. He's in. He, he's definitely in there. And they show the replay, and you're like, yeah, I don't no, know. No. You right. know what I mean? It's like, wait a minute. Let me see the other angle there. It's like that's how you should be trained with the media nowadays to look at something. It's like don't just don't take it at face value. You need to look at it from all angles oh, to the extent you can. Oh, I, I couldn't agree with you more except for one point. You said that's how you should be trained nowadays. That's how they've always been trained. Well, sort of. But they but don't they, do it anymore. We ha- yeah, right. I mean, they, people just put out the crap as fast as they can, kind of like we do lawyer talk. We mix it down and say, get that crap out. Hey, was that a real news and article? We fact check. <laughs> we tricked. Our, our, we've got hundreds of fact checkers out there in real time, making sure that you're getting the real news from lawyer talk. I remember talk. when the Trump thing came out. Remember when the Trump one came out? The, the Trump one? Now you're going to have to narrow uh, that down. The Trump one with the, with the attorney. Remember yeah, the right, big man, article that came out? Was, yeah. The, yeah. When he, there was this claim that there was evidence that Trump, it was yeah. the, there was evidence that Trump had told him to lie. We oh, rushed okay. in here and we put it out and then at 8 o'clock at night I get a text from Jared. Did did we put out a whole episode on fake news? <laughs> well, we did. We we questioned it. Yeah, we I, said, I right. questioned it. No, because we took a break. We recorded a show. We hadn't done the news yet. I walked upstairs in the office, and you slapped me right on the shoulder. Did you hear? Did you hear? I wanted to rub it in, and I was like, "This, yeah, I heard that. I heard that yesterday." And you're like, "Why didn't you bring that up? We were just down there talking." Yeah, and I said, "Fake news." And there was a re- people are like. Of course you're not going to talk about that well, in your it's new sad. short. It's sad how you either like Trump or you don't, and then you immediately jump on a side. Well, that's my and point. And that's the problem with, with us. Look, it with seems to me. not us, but with everyone. Everybody except for lawyer talk who brings in the news seems to jump on narratives that happen to fit whatever their beliefs are. So, you know, the old notion of uh, who went, remember the facts, who, what, where, when, why, how. I remember learning that, right? So, And then you had to fact check it. I watched all the president's men. I watched that movie with Robert Redford and Dustin Hoffman. I know what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to go get the facts, man. So I just don't think people are doing it. And the latest one, what's the guy who, uh, uh, what's his name, the actor's name? I, we said we weren't going to talk about it. It's too easy, but we got to. Oh, the Empire oh, guy. Gosh. The Empire guy. Can you man. believe that garbage? It's ridiculous. I mean, it's Well, just, there's a lot of ridiculous about that. What's the real thing that's ridiculous is that if they would have found somebody on a camera that could have matched his description, I believe that he would have put them in jail. Absolutely, would've. he would have gone in there and been like, they would, just he, kept kept riding the. You know what I mean? Out. So if you really look at it, if if it hadn't gone to where it did, it could. And thirty five hundred dollars—that's all he paid him, and he wrote him a check. He wrote him a check. <laughs> he wrote him a check. <laughs> he wrote him a check. Because <laughs> you hear, it's like he, he was asked to produce his telephone calls, so he produced. Apparently, I, I look. I, I have not fact checked this, so this is uh, this is my version of. I'm not sure if this is fake news or not, but this is what I heard. That he produced a spreadsheet, like a like an Excel spreadsheet that had a call log, like who he called. And uh, I think he was probably asked for his actual call logs on his phone, like the, what you would get on the bill. Or can we have your hand or the set, handset set device? Right. So yeah. he, he produced a spreadsheet that had every call save two. 
the, the one to each of these guys, or maybe a call to these guys uh, right before the incident, which obviously is the implication is he, he left out the one where he set it all up. Yeah. And then the police apparently went and got, or the law enforcement got a subpoena for his phone records, and it turned out that they all matched except for those two calls to these guys who got a check payable for thirty five hundred dollars. Thirty five hundred. He should have. Then we always say the double down. He doubles down and goes and like gets interviewed. He should. And the world would lie about this. Right. That's an F four. Gosh. And I think an F four over there is three years max. Well, you could probably make it. He's not going to do three years. He won't do. But I'm saying he's. You know, that's what he's facing. Here's the other thing that Steve and I were talking about, just separate aside from this. It's like. We see this stuff happen here. Like you yeah. see people that are alleged to be victims and maybe cell phone evidence or something comes out that proves them totally wrong. It's like, and in a way, because he is who he is, he's getting this poured back on top of him. But in general, you know, when false allegations are alleged and then found to be false, um, nothing happens. No, I know. I mean, the case we... might get dismissed, but nobody's running to charge the victim. Like I, how, we do the same voir dire every time, right? Like, how many people here agree that false accusations happen? You get everybody's hand goes mm-hmm. up, and how many people here agree that maybe uh, there's some people who are innocent who have been convicted of crimes in false allegation? Get everybody's hand goes up. How many people here think that it's happening in this case? <laughs> no hands. No hands go no up. Hands. It's like, does, all right, so let's take it a step further. How many people think in those cases the prosecutors thought they were actually trying to prosecute a guy who was innocent? How many times do you think the, the the police thought they had an innocent guy and were trying to prosecute him? Like the point yeah. is, is that it happens all the time and people just believe it. And you know what else? Like we had this come up recently in your case, awful case, one of the nastiest, ugliest yes. sex abuse cases we've yes. ever seen, right? But then the cell phone, we get the cell phone records and it produces what would be nothing short of the smoking gun, mm-hmm. you didn't do it evidence. Mm-hmm. That you know, I got. That you got. We got. Yeah. We produced it. And you still get, it's still like, well, that could have been just, they could have faked all that. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, well, in that particular case, I think the prosecutor handled it correctly. I mean, she immediately said, we are not proceeding forward with, with, with this. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, there, there is prosecutors just like he doubled down to say, I'm just going to go on TV and say it really did work, it did happen. Don't call me a liar. There's prosecutors who just, you know, dismiss it or have some excuse. The worst thing I ever hear, and we, Emily, I think we did talk about to Emily, with the, or we did talk about this with Emily and she was here. It's like, you get this, I get this all the time. I, I you know. I'm just going to let a jury figure it out. I, I'm just mm. going to let a jury yeah. can decide. I'm just like. Yeah. I'm just here to present what evidence I have. Are you kidding me? You're like just you have discretion saying, here. I know your guy's innocent, and or maybe there's a huge problem with the case, but eh, I don't feel like dismissing it. I don't, I don't want to do that. I'm just going to let the jury figure it out. And then. I think what's worse is when you find yourself in a county that just has like rules that they don't do that. Yeah, we don't do that. It's not about like, oh, I'm just going to let the jury decide. It's just like, well, we don't do that here. Yeah, we don't dismiss yeah, cases we, we here. Yeah, we just have to, you know, we have to have to plead or we have to. You know, have have a trial. That's but. why people need to call Yavich and Palmer six one four two two four six one four two for some criminal defense. Um, Oklahoma she, man stole a Pepsi truck to go look for his girlfriend. This is like what the, the police said. It's like the guy who's going to steal the plane to go see the rap show. Yeah, no, he jumped right in the truck. The the Pepsi delivery guy was uh, unloading it, and uh, he had to get to the airport. Thought his girlfriend was leaving, so he needed he needed a ride. Pepsi truck there goes, takes off, back door open, and uh, they followed him by following the Pepsi trail. He, as as he's driving along, the Pepsi is dumping out all over Oklahoma, mm. and they're just following the Pepsi trail till they get to him. And uh, they uh, actually the the nine one one was the police the girlfriend called said that he's he's hunting me down in a Pepsi truck. <laughs> So, and I like Coke. 
<laughs> yes. She was like, wrong truck. How well, did you find you think me? That's, you think that's going to win me back, Pepsi? I wonder if he had his location services on, because if he did... What a segue. <laughs> if he oh, did, yeah. police departments are now using reverse location search warrants. Oh, uh, so there's, they're, what they're doing is getting search warrants from Google. or They're basically getting a court order, subpoenaing Google. And uh, in this arson fire they had uh, down in Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, they asked Google to produce all the coordinates of cell phones that were in the vicinity of the fire at a particular time. And uh, they were basically figuring out who was there. So if your phone happened to be pinging, uh, pinging or, or located near that fire at a particular time, then you would become a suspect. So yet another reason why you should turn your location services off. When you're going to commit arson, yes. you could be caught. Yes. Don't even bring your phone. Yeah. So I guess. You'd think that a number of these criminals would learn this by now because you see it all the time. I wasn't there. I was here. But then, oddly enough, once they, they get the records, they're like, uh, bing, bing, bang, you were right there. Technology. There's a case, I don't know when it happened, there's a case where they used, uh, the prosecutors got the smart water device. So these new houses, these, you're rich, you got this smart water thing could tell when the water's, when you're taking showers, all this Holy stuff. Crud. So this guy denied doing anything. Well, they proved that the, part of the case was at 2 a.m. or whatever it was, his water was running for a long time where he was mopping up the murder scene in the bathroom. That that's seems like a stretch. Interesting. Well, it wasn't the whole like case, but they were using that. Uh, I mean, that's, 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 such a, that's like looking at people's electric bills. Me, I'd be like, Shorty was washing white T-shirts. Yeah, that takes a lot, man. You saw how many white T-shirts I got. I mean, that's like... All right, so I've got one that is going to scare you probably even a little bit. So... Remember we talked about the, what's the gene, genealogy thing? Yes. Uh, 32 and company or whatever 20, it's called. There's yeah. a number of 22 and me or whatever. All right, so uh, how a discarded napkin at a hockey game led yeah. to police to Ooh. a 1993 yeah, cold case that. murder. Have you seen this? Uh-uh. This is an incredible story. So a Minnesota man has been charged with a 1993 murder of a woman after police used DNA evidence from a napkin he used at a recent hockey game. So she was running some sort of... Uh, prostitution ring out of her house he was obviously one of the johns um suffered, school, she's yeah she suffered uh, stab wounds and she passed away um despite investigators retrieving evidence including bedding a t-shirt towel and blood left at the, uh, at the sink they're unable to find who was responsible well, officers used dna evidence at the time of child's death westrom who's the guy that's accused had no criminal record so he was sort of dismissed but thanks to advances in forensic technology, the case was reopened in 2015. By 2018, the FBI had linked this guy to the case using a genealogy website where they had obtained his DNA. Uh, detectives used information online to track their suspect to a Wisconsin hockey game that was his daughter was playing in in the hope of collecting the DNA. When they saw him clean his mouth with a napkin, they picked it from the trash, says the criminal complaint. DNA from the Mac napkin matched that left at the washcloth in the apartment and sperm on the towel and comforter in child's apartment. Talk about police work, huh? Mm-hmm. Holy smokes. Now the question is, can they do all that? I've seen them do it on yeah. forensic files. They can do it with That's like a movie. and whatever. That's like yeah. a movie. It's a trash pole. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah. Yeah. Do, they do the I mean, trash pole. Dis- disregarded property. There's I've no seen where they, privacy they, in that. Outside the curtilage. You know, I, on one show that they That's would go word, to a truck and they would, they would do swabs on the car door. 
trying to get see if they can get DNA there. So if they can't collect it from somewhere else, they'll swab your your handles on your car door to see if they can get it from there. Yeah, because it's setting outside. If it's in a public parking yeah. lot, I did this they recently. Go up there. Yeah. I did this. Well, I had uh, our investigator do it. So I had a a uh, rape case where the woman obviously was being accused of forceful rape. You know that this was not consensual. It was inside of his apartment. I, I didn't want to be there. Well, he said, we shared, I got a roll of pop out of my fridge. And he says, probably still in my trash can. He's in car, he's in jail. So I sent Britt over to say, hey, go look in the trash can and see if there's two cans of, I don't remember what it was, but sparkling water or something. Take them both because if her DNA is on sparkling water, it seems to be contrary. If you was a forceful rape and you were trying to get away that you sat down and had a soda with him. You know what yeah. I mean? So we, we never had to use it, but we collected it, preserved it, let an investigator go get it. So that if I needed to pull that card, I can have it examined, right? How yeah. about that? That's that's good work. I was trained well. More people should do such good work because the University of Michigan, <laughs> <laughs> Steve, with the transition segways going on, yeah, today. Has did a study on the innocent people who have been on uh, death row. How many? They tried to figure this out. He said there's been 340 exonerations between 1989 and 2003 on death row. Can you imagine that? It's a lot. How? Right. What's the number again? 340. 340 and what exoneration years okay 14. Um, now didn't mike dewine just stay all the executions yeah they're going to f- experiment with a new way to kill people it's real yeah. good stuff yeah he did he stayed all the executions <laughs> what's the new way what's the new way well there's i don't know you've heard over the years that well obviously electronic shock didn't wasn't you know humane humane um I think there's also some lethal injections that when you study it after the fact it'll paralyze your body but you're really in all sorts of pain as the medicine slowly kills you. And so, again, that's not been found humane. So I guess they're testing a new way to do it. And Mike DeWine just said, hope, hold up. Yep, Everybody just chance. keep sitting and uh, let's figure this out. Well, so. there is a, apparently a fiery, this is how the New York Times described, the fiery Oregon district attorney wrote an op-ed in the New York Times. And he said, let's assume and that he, uh, or how's he, let's assume that he understated the number of innocents by a roughly a factor of 10. That instead of 340, there were 4,000 people in prison who weren't involved in a crime in any way. During the same 15 years, there were more than 15 million, million felony convictions across the country. That would make the error rate 0.02%, or to put it another way, a success rate of 99.973%. Well, if you are the mother of a child who was killed, by the death penalty after a wrongful conviction, I don't think you care if that's the percentage rate, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, you'd rather right. let one go free than a thousand, than a thousand. Than, yeah, whatever yeah. it would be. So anyway. A thousand go free than one die. So, all right. With that. Uh, another one, and this I actually saw, I out in front of the building the day, I saw a woman hit by a car. Um, she said seemed, that. that was- she seemed okay. She sat up, but I mean, obviously she, her legs were injured. She flipped. It, 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 it rocked me a little bit for a little while. I remember over the weekend thinking about her like, Dude, when when you see something like that, you know, there's a lot of people on the scene and the ambulance was there pretty quickly. But this also happened to uh, Syracuse coach Jim Bovine. Is that how you say his name? Beheim. Bo- oh, sorry. Wow. Did you say Bovine? Like as like in Bovine. Cow related? Jim yeah. Beheim, man. Beheim. What's wrong with you? I, I, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not up in my sports lately. Tried to help a man after fatally, he fatally struck him. So apparently, like, uh, he was out on some main interstate at like 11 o'clock at night and he hit the guy. Um, the cops were apparently on scene and did field sobriety tests to the coach. Everything he passed them all. He actually sat there and tried to tend to the guy. The guy passed away, dude. Oh, that's your worst nightmares. It is. Just you're oh not. God. Yeah, I feel bad for that coach. I like Syracuse. By the way, they're playing Duke this Saturday. 
at Syracuse should be a good game if you guys like college basketball. But Zion, the star from Duke, who was injured the other night against North Carolina, is not playing because of the Did you hear about Nike shoe the blowout. Nike shoe. Did it, you hear uh, what it, happened? It, it, it also happened to Williams. So, yeah, the, the guy's shoe blew out within a minute of the game. Did I you mean, guys hear about the apart, stock? Steve. Really? He got hurt. So that's a good Nike advertisement stock, for like, plummeted. It plummeted. The that next was another day. news story, yeah. Man, yeah. All, all the shoe collectors around the world are his now shoe busted when he shuddering cut. in fear. Yeah. And it also happened to, uh, what was it, uh, one and of the Williams sisters, too. the tennis players. Really good. Uh, oh, I remember uh, that uh, years ago. I think they should call that Goldstein. Yeah, he could. For the PI, for the, the. well, if it ruins his, I mean, was he like, product whenever you see a player like that go down. Yeah, he's not playing Saturday, but now the big news, we don't have to go on sports here, but big news around the sports nation is, should should he sit out the rest of the, rest of his freshman year, so he can be first in the NBA draft? Is that fair to the team? They make the tournament, blah, blah, blah. Well, this goes to your point, Jeff. You sent me this, like, should we just pay these guys? And I think, Yes. Yeah. You mean, you, mean, you, you mean? Oh, yeah. You mean other than the, the free that. school that they get? Yes. And the stipends that they yes. get from that? Yes. Pay Here's a better solution, though. Do you they know how much the, money? Like people that Ohio State. Do you know how much money no, Ohio State's made on their football team? I. I. I it's, but here's the it's thing, though. You can, don't pay them. They get free education, but let them make money on their likeness. Yes. Yeah, all right. Fair That's enough. That's the way yes. you go with it. Fair That's enough. a pretty would, good resolution. I guess you're right. They're getting. They're getting some benefit, but you know what? I don't think I would have to get Glenn here from. I mean, if these Harper guys were, were badass ballers, they wouldn't be owing money right now. Well, I hear you. I'm just saying. What's that? If you were like a, a, a badass baller, meaning you played oh, ball, then really I would know money like, on my student loans. Yeah, you wouldn't have yeah. any student loans yeah, right you're now. Right. You're and, right. And, and then over like time, it seems you know, very unfair and unequal that they are able to get free educations so they based get, on their ability, based on their athletic ability. Yes. So you know what they well, they were privileged <laughs> to be born that way. You know what? You know what they need maybe to to tend to this injury. Hard for it. They need a little medical marijuana, but. Two altar boys uh, apparently agreed in Spain because what they did is they put uh, weed in the censer burner uh, <laughs> at, at the Cathedral of Santiago de Compostela. Hmm. So I'm not exactly sure what the I'm not. I mean, they're supposed I'm, to keep away evil spirits. I think that would draw them in. What is a censer burner? You're, 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 you know this stuff, don't you? Is it, is it, it incense? It's like incense. And so it's, a, it's at a church, apparently. And, uh, I'm sorry. I don't even know what's going on right now. Right, so two altar boys <laughs> thought it would <laughs> be funny to get the <laughs> congregation high. Oh, I, I'm, I'm with you. Gotcha. Um, Burn one down. And here's, this quote is great. Several assistants stated that in this occasion, the holy precinct was suddenly covered in an odd smell. <laughs> quote, it did not smell an as always. Odor. It was a familiar smell, but I could not relate it to anything. <laughs> but in my son's bedroom, sometimes smells like that. No, that's not what <laughs> It was a joke, and the idea came during the Christmas mass. We bought no more than a kilo of weed, and we drop it inside the sensor burner, we are sure that people are well, that must be big I can then. still see this dude I knew in high school that used to use the toilet the old toilet paper thing the tube tube yeah and then stuff the, the end with a with, with a with dryer the, sheet and blow into that the dupe tube yeah. well yeah. They, they thought that the they were sure that people left the cathedral happier more than ever hmm well that's that, that's true just doing everybody a service another uh, social media event gone awry in Louisiana mother was arrested for posting a video of a high school fight on social media. Really? The teens who were allegedly in the fight were also charged. A Louisiana mother was arrested for uh, posting a video on social media of a fight that broke out between two students on a high school campus, police said, this Wednesday. So now she got arrested for that. Why? I'm, 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 I, I mean, I, I see posts all the time about it. It's like the Seinfeld thing, man. 
Which one's that? The very last episode. You can't just laugh and watch as somebody getting robbed. <laughs> There's a city ordinance. You have to help them if right. you can. Parents who receive the information uh, concerning the criminal activity on school campus are urged to contact their local police department or school administration. I will say this. So I don't know what crime. I mean, maybe. Oh, you know police what? Police said in a statement, posting videos and photos of illegal, activity, of, of illegal activity on social media is against the law in the state of Louisiana. Wow. Oh. Wow. Mm. I was going to say contributing to delinquency. Sounds like a First Amendment issue. She faces up to a $500 fine, up to six months in prison, or both. (laughs) Well, if he goes to prison. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a good show, and I'm waiting to talk about it. I just keep getting these. (laughs) All right, so down in Chillicothe, Ohio, Judge Eddie, who I've been in front of a number of times, Chillicothe Municipal Court, is now offering offenders to wear... I am a thief sign outside courthouse in lieu of jail. I'd do it. Yeah. So this gold scarlet letter letter sentencing is uh, is full effect in Chillicothe. So if you walk around for a period of time out there, she'll say, "I'm I'll suspend the jail sentence, but you got to stand out there and let everybody in the community yeah. know that you're a thief." So don't take this the wrong way. I hear a lot of people say they can't make us do that. Well, if they're not making you do it, you're agreeing to it. It's a choice. Jail. It's yeah. a choice. I mean, you can go to oh, jail. Wow. Well, the sign is new and something fellow municipal court judge Street, who I've also been in front yeah. of, those are the two down there, Eddie and Street, he doesn't intend to use it. Both do use some other sentencing options which can reduce jail. For example, continuous alcohol monitoring, we call the scram bracelet and all that kind of stuff. I think it's good. I always liked her. I almost started a big trial, not a big trial, but a domestic violence trial in front of her one time, and she she was good. I haven't seen her in a while, though. Well, it turns good, it's out. It's a good idea. <laughs> Here's the transition. Turns Let's out that it. if you did choose jail, uh, it's not that big a deal, at least if you're Bill Cosby. Um, after serving his first week in jail a few weeks ago. Uh, oh, wait a minute. It's, what, what are they bringing him? I guess he says he's doing fine, like he's doing push-ups all the time. Jail, he's, he's he's writing shows in there. He's got he's got himself he's writing in shows. Shape and, yeah, he's got he's getting he's got a new comedy act coming out. What? So he's writing. He won't. He doesn't have his family. Doesn't want them to come visit him because he doesn't want the whole circus of uh, of the media. Yeah. As though as his wife and kids would come try to visit him, and uh, they've got him in like a geriatric ward, I do believe there, where they got somebody that's helping him out and uh, yeah, he's lost a bunch of weight, gotten himself in shape, eating the keto diet. I hear. So how's he? So how's he? He's writing for. He's getting a new special. Like is he just going to shoot it from inside? I, I think it's a, a prime time uh, for a view of, of whoever's in the cell with him. Special, I would guess, be my man. guess. Well, what's that? That comedian did the inside the jail where he roasted everybody. The roast comedian. I forget his name. He went inside one of one of the prisons and did that, which is did he roast the inmates? Yeah, yeah, and they that, all agreed to it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, what else do they have to do? He's got a bald... You guys would know him. He's He hosts all those roast shows that are on Comedy Central. I can't think of his name. He's got a bald head. Uh, but it was pretty funny because he was making fun of, like, tats and people that were, uh, you know, white supremacists and stuff like that. <laughs> and he just went down the road. One by one, who wants to be roasted? Get up here. I'll tell you all, all you need to know. It was great. You might be surprised at what millennials considered a life-changing amount of money. So uh, there we got a wait, new. Wait, 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 wait. So you have a number? We've got a number here. Okay, so I'm uh, the millennial, right? Am I well, the only millennial? Yeah, what, what would, what would, be, what would a, be a life changing amount of money for me? You know, I mean, like, what would, what if you could get a lump? What, now, now we're not this, talking like hey, I could be ridiculous and say 100 million dollars. That's yeah, ridiculous. We're, not, we're, we're not, saying just just life changing. Yeah. Now I will start um, with this. Now, according to a survey from the uh, One Poll and uh, Self Lender, the average American, the average American, considers 19,800. I don't know why they didn't go twenty grand. Nineteen thousand eight hundred 
is the amount they would need to turn their life around in 2019. But the average millennial, and that's now that's the ages between 19 and 39, which I'm, they always are throwing the millennial age and X. It's yeah, kind of I'm always around there. I'm definitely in it. So uh, 19 to 39, what do you think that the average number they thought? See, average is hard. For me, I would say a good life-changing number. Life-changing. Well, wait a minute. Now, I'm trying to be reasonable here, but maybe not. Yeah, right, right. The Yang plan. I would say that a number that got me to pay off my student loans and pay off my house would be life-changing. So we were probably talking $350,000, $300,000, Right in there would be life-changing because I could could be at very close, if not paid off house, and pay off my exorbitant student loans. Life changing for me right now would be a hundred bucks. I'm going to dinner after this. Well, then you might be, uh, you might be, you might be on the line that you might be a millennial because it says right here they would only need to be given five thousand dollars for them to consider that amount to be life changing. I mean, if you and go then what asked what they would do? Life changing. Then what they would do? You're gonna have to pill because they, they have that way my Here's what they're gonna do. Here's what the man finished. Here's what they're gonna do with their five thousand dollars. Okay, fifty-one percent responded that they put it, that immediately into a savings account. Hmm. All right. Then we've got a thirty percent that said they would start a business. Twenty-seven percent would get it for retirement. Start a business with five now, grand. Five grand, yeah. That's Jeez. what I'm saying there. I mean, what what, what 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 business is this? I don't know. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. I I just uh, didn't even blow it. No, none of them are going to blow it. Uh, they're going to pay off debt, and uh, some some of the other people said they would pay off their student loans. Which I guess I don't how you think defend. they under, I don't think they understand what five thousand dollars. <laughs> I is. think you, def, you have to define. I mean, yeah. I have in excess of a hundred thousand dollars in student loans. Yeah, five thousand dollars north of that. Are so we it's talking like, about like uh, five thousand net, or do you got to pay tax on it? Uh, that is not responded in now, here. Now, if I had five thousand and I had Yang's thousand bucks a month, well, now right. now we're at about seventeen. Yeah, five isn't right. a lot of money. That'll buy you what two hours at the spa with Robert Kraft and the prostitutes. <laughs> nice. Dude. Well, how much of an amount of money would it take for you to uh, expose a picture of your schmeckle to the world? That's a great question. Right. I really like that question. Well, it turns out, uh, I would. What's your answer? Well, you know the you know hundred bucks. Dude I get free dinner tonight. So hundred bucks you you put on social media. You're downstairs. Yeah, probably not. All right. So what's a real number? Zero. You would not do it. No Somebody chance. said five hundred thousand dollars to do it. You wouldn't do it. Oh, five hundred thousand. So you can pick the number. Yeah. I wouldn't want anything. I'd do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've taken you've taken all the fun out of this, oh. which is exactly what Mr. Bezos did. Amazon executive Jeffrey P. Bezos. He was investigating. Uh, some shady tactics into the National Enquirer, apparently, and they allegedly produced intimate pictures that he had sent to somebody at some point along the way. And they said, unless you back off the story, we're going to make these public. Yeah, that's drops towel, drops trial, takes a picture, oh, posts it. That says, bring it on, dude. Oh, really? That's what I, yeah. That's kind of how you do with some. Oh, that's uh, the David Letterman way, dude. Yeah. David Letterman just said the heck with it. I'm not getting blackmailed on this. I'll just tell you what I did. I made a mistake. Forgive me. Let's let's continue. Next. Yep. Yep. I like it. Yep. So that's how you take on a blackmailer. Yep. Hmm. Uh, yep. Now, I who, actually had a question who, from. Who, who, who? Uh, oh, you got a question? Let's roll well, the question. Uh, yeah, I didn't bring the question. The other, I, it was a question that was texted to me from a longtime listener, Adam. He was saying that uh, I'm trying to remember the story, but apparently uh, a golfer that was down in a Mexican golf tournament could his caddy couldn't come, and so I think what happened was that he he hired somebody there to caddy for him. 
but then came under fire in the media because he paid him substantially less than what he would normally pay as a regular caddy. And he actually ended up being high in the tournament. And I think Adam's question was, is it extortion if he says, I'm going to take the fact that you sort of, you know, didn't really give me much for the effort um, and pay me like I deserve to be paid to the media to make you, you know, shame your name because this golfer, it was uh, Matt Kuchar is known as like the nicest guy in, in the world. I don't think that happened. But what Adam was asking is like, at what point does it become blackmail? Like the guy's just saying, hey, give me what I'm owed or I'm going to take you to the media and shame your name. But it's not like I'm saying anything that's false. It's not what he's owed. The deal was something else, right? I don't know. I don't know what the so, I mean, what I guess the, what, Caddy's what take the, the percentage of the person normally, he but he it, didn't offer that deal. Yeah, I think he offered him just a flat cash so cash wanted, deal, and he ended up like winning the tournament. He wanted more money than he agreed to, and then yeah. was extorting Kuchar, unless you give this to me, I'm going to tell everybody you're a no-good, rotten, greedy SOB. Yeah, and, and then Kuchar did get this what he did. He just said, screw you, I'm a no-good, greedy SOB, the world knows now, so shut up. Called him up and paid him. Did he really? I think so. Yeah. They, now I, it's I out anyway. the article. Now it's out yeah, anyway. It's anyway, it nothing yeah. for it. That's insanity. Yeah. That's all right, because we're all going to be dead. Russia apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're doing great today. Russia apparently has a 200 megaton nuclear doomsday device, which is sort of troubling. Um, what, what What company? Russia. Doomsday device. Yeah. So Putin's at the helm. So is his button bigger now? So this this story, I can't, I have not, I have not gone to Russia and put my eyes on this device but it does say here that the media appeared to threaten europe and the world with an article uh saying that a nuclear torpedo could create a towering tsunami uh that would destroy vast swaths of the earth's population um russia's poseidon nuclear torpedo which leaked in 2015 before being confirmed by the russian president vladimir putin in march 2018 represents a different kind of nuclear weapon so i don't even know when this story was i just saw it and, and put it in my news feed here but I don't like that Russia has a doomsday device or anything that would resemble a doomsday no, device or anything know. that somebody might even that falsely accuse it of being a doomsday device. I want us to what have What is that. a doomsday device? I, whatever it is, we should have one that's bigger and yeah. better. It's sort of Why? like the, it's I sort think of like Mr. The, Burns was trying to make a doomsday device on the Simpsons. Yeah, but they once. exist. This is like, I mean, yes, they it's, exist. I want well, a but we have treaties and things we can sign that says you can't possess yeah, X. Putin looks like a pretty reputable guy. <laughs> yeah, he'll follow that. <laughs> and who had the who had the photon torpedo? Who was that that we talked about that, that China had? I think right. Oh, that, was the, that, that was that was the photon or whatever it was. It was the, it was the launch, wasn't it? It was like a rail slot, a rail gun. A rail gun. I got a rail gun. You got a megaton torpedo that's a doomsday device. I got me. A real gun. Wait till you see my button. Uh, hey, it's Jared. You called it with El Chapo. There is a juror that spoke out anonymously. Did you read about this? I have not. Clue she me was in. saying that uh, all the rules, the normal rules that she thought would apply to the jury trial, were broken. That they had constant fear behind the scenes when they were deliberating, and a lot of the delay was because of their fear to give the guilty verdict. That's what I'm saying. And I think they're like, looking at you can't, the I don't media. think you can say. I don't think you can say that that guy. I mean, look, I'm not for El Chapo in any way, but I mean, to say you had a fair trial, I mean, you you almost can't find jurors to give him a fair trial. I don't know. I mean, what are you going to do? I don't know what the other option would be. I just, mean, yeah, just but execute I'm just him, or I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, we I had a trial one time, and it was uh, it was a nasty case. And there were some nasty people sort of behind the defense table. I, you know, I'm not going to talk about the details of it or even who it was or where it was, but I know this. Uh, it was a. Con it ended up we had a question out of the jury during deliberations, like sort of at the end. And, you know, when you get a question, it's always like, 
you know, they've been deliberating, you're waiting, you're just, it's, there's nothing worse than waiting on a jury verdict and you just you can't do anything. You're just trying to kill time and you get a question. Mm. So you're thinking, all right, this is going to be good for us. going to be bad. Yeah. And how are you going to interpret it? You know what the question was? Is there security available? <laughs> <laughs> is there security available so we can feel safe when we leave yeah. <laughs> after rendering our verdict? Well, I think we've heard enough. Yeah. I, Gosh. I, I, needless to say, I had to look at my client and say, that's not good for yeah. us. <laughs> I don't think they're talking about the innocent victim's family. Oh, here. man. Oh, yeah. Speaking of a guy that might not be able to get a fair trial, have you guys heard about this uh, Coast Guard member that was plotting to kill a bunch of the liberal socialist uh, politicians? No. Yeah. Did you hear about, the did you hear about it? Oh, I heard about it. Yeah. Was, he, was he wearing a mega hat? Man allegedly mm-hmm. caught researching acts of domestic terrorism and uh, amassing more than two to, or a dozen firearms will spend at least two weeks in federal custody, Maryland federal judge said. U.S. Coast Guard Lieutenant Christopher Paul Hansen, 49, was arrested on charges of firearm and drug possession. Uh, but Judge Charles Day said that Hansen, in internet search history as well as previous letters and emails he had allegedly written were enough to warrant him a danger to the community. My understanding is he had like a, I'm not going to read all this, but he had a hit list for um, Elizabeth Warren, uh, Camila Harris, Joe I wonder, Scarborough. I, you know what? I got a little offended. Wow, I'm looking at this picture. There's a cache of weapons here, I got to say. I got a little offended because our boy Andrew Yang, I don't think, made the list. So he's not worried about Andrew Yang. He's not worried about the UBI. But and this guy uh, had an internet freedom search Pelosi. history. Pelosi was on the list. Yeah. He likes the freedom fund. Yeah. He just doesn't like the rest of them. So this is, uh, that's pretty scary because he's obviously one of the members, one of the people you wouldn't think you'd have to be worried about. And he was searching on the internet too. Where do congressmen go in D.C.? Where do these congressmen live? That's all sort of creepy stuff. It's like people are the worst. Digging up past, people going back there, they would like to remove John Wayne's name from the John Wayne International Airport. What? Why? The Duke? Duke Wayne, the Duke. man. He was a We got to get rid of the Duke. Now, I thought this, I remember he one time. He represents the worst of American patriarchy, uh, man. You got to get rid of him. He's, well, Are they at, saying he's a sexist or something? In 1971, he gave an interview with uh, Playboy. And uh, in the interview, he said some things that uh, some people might consider uh, racist at this uh, time now here. Okay. And uh, some of the talks there. And uh, he, uh, they're, 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 they're not happy there. Uh, whenever he was asked uh, which films he cons- in, in, the, in the article, which uh, films do you consider per- perverted? Uh, Wayne listed 1969's Easy Rider and Midnight Cowboy. Midnight Cowboy. What a great movie, man. He considers mm. those perverted? He did. What, his own movies or his no, own movies? No, 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 no. So that was at a time when, like, Hollywood was going in a different direction. You know, you had all oh, the I thought he was going to say, like, on. Debbie Does Dallas or something. I mean, those are certainly perverted, yeah. but... Easy Rider, how's that perverted? I don't know. Promotes don't drug know. use. He, promotes he, drug he, use. Yeah, and he, same with that's Midnight Cowboy. How, how do you define it? He yeah. preferred alcohol abuse. Yeah. Alcohol is not a drug. It's a drink. Okay. Right. So, come on, man. Uh, apparently, that's what was at play when a Florida woman was arrested for beating a boy. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even take this today. <laughs> for beating a boyfriend with a pork chop. <laughs> uh, pork she allegedly chop. hit her boyfriend with a frozen pork chop in a verbal argument. So the question is, so this this is real stuff. You know, you can get a felonious assault. That would be a deadly weapon. Uh, they got in a verbal argument with her boyfriend, which quickly escalated. During the fight, she grabbed a frozen pork chop, hurled it at the unidentified man, striking him in the head suffered a half-inch cut above his eyebrow and fled the home. Uh, he was the primary aggressor, I suppose. 
though they did not say what the two were arguing about. The next day, the authorities arrested No, she was, I guess. And the next day, the authorities arrested her and charged her with a misdemeanor domestic violence and battery, uh, and she was released on a $250 bail. Uh, so the moral of the story, don't throw pork chops. Gotcha. Hmm. Well, I thought this was a pretty great story on NPR. You might have heard it, Jerry, because I know you listen to NPR sometimes. Did you hear about the guy that had to go back to prison after being released? And now he's been released again. So uh, this gained national news, a Tennessee man who uh, last year after he had been resentenced in order to go back to prison for two years after his release, uh, a number of people supported him. Charles was serving an additional decade behind bars, but Thursday morning his sentence was unexpectedly reduced to time served, and he was released. Charles' legal team had exhausted all legal avenues for release and a petition for pre- uh, presidential clemency. But the First Step Act, signed into law by President Trump last month, opened another avenue in part by reducing the sentence guidelines of crack offenses. So that's what he was serving and making these charges retroactive. After the bill passed, Charles' federal public defender filed a motion claiming if he were to be sentenced now, he would fall under the lesser guideline. So on Wednesday, the U.S. Attorney's Office filed a response saying it would neither fight the request nor appeal if his sentence was reduced and a judge stepped in and let him out out of prison. So I'm trying to think. I read this entire article, but okay. So Charles was incarcerated for selling crack in 1996, was released after serving two decades. While in prison, Charles took college courses and became a law clerk and mentored many of the prisoners. He spent the entire time without a single disciplinary infraction, which is huge. Can you imagine? That's a long time. I know. 20 years. A judge took that into account, reducing his sentence, but federal prosecutors argued he shouldn't have been released because he was considered a career offender. Supporters pointed to his rehabilitation while in prison and model behavior after, but the higher court ruled Obama air retroactive changes did apply to him, meaning he was released in air and the federal, they put him back in for a third decade. So there was some retroactive law that Obama put in place that got the guy put back in prison for another decade because it was a crack offense. And then Obama last month put something into effect, or sorry, Trump. Yeah, slip of the tongue there. So Trump sent him Trump. back? <laughs> no, 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 no. Obama Trump sent him saved back. him. Obama sent him back. Oh, is this, Obama the, guy that was at the, uh, back, is this the guy that stood up at the, uh, at the, uh, get, or the Gettysburg, no. or the, what was it, the State of the Union? No. No. No, there no. was a guy that stood up there this and then waved. Oh, I thought he was transitioning again. <laughs> uh, no, this guy was just put in jail for a crack offense in 96, and the laws were strict on crack back then. And uh, obviously since then there's been a lot of um, examination of the cocaine versus crack law and how it can target minorities. And um, there was some changes made by Obama apparently, and the guy was released from prison after two decades. They ordered him back to court and tried to retroactively apply Obama's law. And put him back in for another decade. What was Obama's law that would put somebody know, back I, in jail I, I, for a decade? I just, I just read it. Were you looking at your phone? I was, I was reading no, I was about the next story. Uh, this says a higher court ruled Obama era retroactive changes did apply to him, meaning he'd be re- he'd, he had been released in air. So apparently they released him, but when you look at the law, he shouldn't have been released. He was serving like a mandatory sentence. I got you. And they put him back in so to like, serve a third decade. There's oh, another can you 10 imagine? for you. Man, you just lose hope in everything uh, at that point. When was he supposed to get released? How long did he have if he'd done 20 years? I mean, how long? Well, when they said for a third decade, maybe, I don't know. So 10 more? Mm-hmm. Hey, how about another 10? Great. I mean, yeah. if he hadn't been rehabilitated after 20 years, I just don't oh, you're a different can, person. It's just at not going to happen probably. at that point. I mean, you, 20 years, I mean, let the man but out. Pretty amazing story. Good work from the public defenders. Got some good news for Bill. 
That's right. If you're a Netflix watcher, we got a new documentary coming out here, The Dirt. <laughs> oh, yes. the, yeah. I knew you'd like it, man. See, I, I don't watch Netflix, but I got to get it on get it for man. this here. It, but. It's uh, Molly Cruz. Uh, it just it goes into the band's debauchery in the past. I read the book. And I remember when that book came yeah. out, I was working with a guy, and he was reading it, and I, I read some inserts of the book, which are... Uh, Pretty debauchery. They they were I they mean, were man. They they were. I mean, they had the tight pants on, man. They were ready to rock and roll. They were all. <laughs> Their theme was up. if you want anarchy, let's give them what they want. I mean, d- dude looks like a lady was, was was supposed to be another song. And uh, whenever old Steven Tyler was in a bar, he looked down and he saw uh, uh, Vince, Vince Neil. Neil, and he was like, that dude looks like a lady. Really? And that's how he made that song. Yeah, that was that was all that was uh, brought to you by Vince Neal's look. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, so actually, we'll see how good I'm, it is. I, I I'm, I'm a little disappointed. I saw it with little previews, and I don't know. They kind of look like him, but it's like the wig things are crazy. Like Nikki Six's hair was awesome. This guy's like, eh, but we'll see. It might be good. Well, I'm I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I'll I'm, watch I, it. Yeah, I figured you would. I knew I knew you'd be excited about that. You had already got the news though. Through the the Motley Crew fan club, probably got his mailer. He already got, got that in there. I got something on my Facebook of I don't know. I'm in the Nikki Six fan club, so I get all these postings. Hmm. That's what I do in my spare time. Are you in the Nikki Six fan club? Yeah. Well, I'm. I see stuff from the fan club. Oh. Well, speaking of Nikki Six, I hear he likes Pepsi. <laughs> That's a bad one, man. <laughs> uh, Pepsi Company, we're going back to our Yang boy. Pepsi Company is laying off corporate employees as the company commits to millions of dollars in severance pay, restructuring, and quote unquote, relentless automation. Relentless automation. Yep. I mean, they say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> it's not a bad thing for them. They save money on it, but it's a bad thing for the employees that are getting laid off of Pepsi. Hmm. I guess if I was an employee of Pepsi, I wouldn't be too happy. And let's introduce the Freedom Dividend. The Freedom Train has arrived. (laughs) So if we allow the old Alabama ISIS wife who reportedly left America to join ISIS and have a couple of children there. And uh, let's say we let her come back in. Would she qualify for that free money? I don't think we should let her back in I don't for start, we, but look, you can't I mean, go join ISIS and then and, yeah, and, and, and presumably team. have a child with <laughs> a, yeah. a person that is ISIS and then say, I want back in. I, I don't see the security risk there. Well, I mean, you, <laughs> and, and if you come back here, you, you probably need to be, there's probably some crime there. Like it. Uh, right, like treason. Like terrorism yeah. and treason. She's, she's and probably finding out, wow, America really wasn't like, that I, bad. I, I want to know like how oh, that happened. I could just go to so, the grocery store so and buy she whatever calls, I want. So she calls some federal public defender and says, hey, I'm ISIS, but I want to come back. Can you help contact the federal government and say I want to get back in? Well, she had been making posts that, you know, all Americans did kill each other, and and she was, they knew who she was. What do do ISIS do? I mean, I I mean. Don't they kill innocent people? She's hoes now. I mean, if she she's tried to leave ISIS, so she's obviously come oh, out of the closet there not. as being yeah, uh, she's, yeah. anti. She's got nowhere. She's an expat now, but if she did, did have a lot of stuff the, on her social media, well, I guess the question is, can we gain anything? Can we sit her down and do a little prother? I'm sure. I'm sure they're going to get what they can. But they, if they check her social media history under this new gun bill law, she won't be yeah. allowed to get guns because apparently a Chicago law is proposing. <laughs> or no, is it, is it California? They're they're proposing that you have to check. Where is this? Buffalo, I don't know. It's Buffalo Grove. 
I don't know where this is, but somebody's proposing a law that says uh, we should check people's social media history before letting them purchase a gun. Cool. All right. So, if you are, are posting, you for that? Uh, no. What if you say I'm gonna I'm gonna kill my wife? Here's the here's the thing. Check it <laughs> on. And great, you're in a store. Great if check I could it just for get what? a gun, check it for what? For stuff that you find offensive, stuff that you find disagreeable, stuff that you find treasonous, or how do you define what's going to preclude gun ownership? Well, what if it's not ever social? a preclusion? It's just simply like, hey, maybe we ought to like wait a day and like <laughs> make sure this guy is like safe I, I to get, have a I gun. Mean, look, I get it, but I, don't, like, I just don't know how. Look, I'm joking around. I don't know how it would be employed. How I just, possibly? Yeah. Could you say, Ooh, he oh said man, he's been on Facebook yeah. since 1995. It's like let's uh, look through all these things yeah. here. Did you see that picture of his dog? Boy, that dog looked mean. No gun for him. Yeah, what's that dog's name? All right, well, I mean, in serious, they're trying no, to. Oh, I don't know, man. Uh, I guess what they're looking at is uh, Nicholas Cruz. Apparently, he killed seven. He was a kid in Parkland, but uh, I guess he was posting stuff. Oh, he had stuff. some bad, and then went and got a gun? Yeah, so he's, I mean, look, right. it, it comes from the right thought process, but when you're, in, like, in law, hard, as lawyers, we sort of look at this and be like, all right, well, what if? What if you just ask him? So you say, we want all your social media accounts too. Please give us the names of your social media accounts. And to get a gun, they have to be not private. So you have to yeah. ask him to give not up that his they're going to look at it, but it's all there. In order to get a gun. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't know. I don't know about that. So yeah. if I had to go buy a gun, next time I wanted to get a gun to go hunt or to even just to stick in my desk drawer or something, Somebody says, all right, well, I mean, we're going to need to see your, I mean, who knows? you have to give up your yeah. Facebook password for us and produce all your recent posts. Like, how does that possibly work? Yeah. And then who's who's responsible for deciding I, what's it's, offensive it's, and not? It's, uh, yeah, I don't know how it would work at all. I mean, I can see Roscoe P. Yeah. Coltrane out there just uh, saying, no, no gun yeah. for you. But speaking of giving up guns, the polar vortex may have killed 95% of stink bugs in the Ohio area. Oh, I'm for that. Boy, we did. And that was, it's crazy how how many we had. 95%. No, I mean, I'm telling you, brother. You come out to my house, house. man. They're all over. They're they're, they're, they're buzzing around. Shorty's like, don't crunch it. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. You can. I mean, they stink. They I do. never. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I crunch them the all the time. Just I crunch them all the time. You just get a tissue, tissue and crunch, and crunch them, throw them, them, throw them in the trash. That's yeah. what I do. I've never mm. smelled anything. Shorty re- releases them outside, so she she has the door. She sends <laughs> so them back out. I was like, more come, come right back in. Yeah, yeah. Go forth, prosper. They scare you know the crap out of me sometimes. You, they make that buzz or something. You're yeah, yeah. Whenever they're buzzing around me, I'm just like this. It's a good day for you to die. But evidently, that's what a man allegedly said when he pulled a gun on a couple wearing the MAGA hat. Oh, I think it's all in Green, Kentucky Sam's Club. They got in an argument with them, and uh, then he pulls the gun out, puts it in their face. Good day for you to die. They're like, no, it's not. (laughs) And uh, then that shut him down. I respectfully disagree, sir. So then he went to leave. They went out, got his uh, license plate number, and there were multiple witnesses just walking, you know. Walking through Sam's Club, I guess that's why you go to Costco. Yeah, it's I, safer I there. Uh, yeah, Costco. Because, no, I mean, whenever you're stuff, wearing your MAGA hat, Costco. you're like Costco only. I don't think they let them the hats in Costco. <laughs> no hats. No, you can't have them. No can't, MAGA hats. You can't have, you can't have a MAGA, MAGA hat. hat. Yeah, they you're won't let making you this it. up again. Here you go. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of that, sixteen states sue over Trump's national emergency declaration. Imagine that. How about that? Which which states? California, New York. I'm sure all the, yeah. <laughs> Washington, yeah. Oregon. The real Trump supporters. 
Uh, well, I mean, if you've lost faith in society, all you need to do is move to South Florida, where apparently a giant cross has washed ashore at uh, Fort Lauderdale Beach. Uh, for no explicable reason, at least none that I have read in my brief research on the topic, uh, the big giant cross just sort of shows up on the beach. And uh, maybe that's telling us all that uh, it's that God is with it's us. It's time to... The painted wooden cross has been stopping traffic in the sand ever since it was first spotted. Uh, another cell phone video shows several people trying to lift the heavy barnacle-encrusted discovery. Onlooker said that there were thousands or several theories floating around as to where it may have come from. People have suggested possibly Puerto Rico. Hmm. Huh. Somebody had goosebumps and was astonished, apparently. Man. So, uh, religion is alive and well down at least in Fort Lauderdale. It's also alive and well in Oklahoma, where there's a new gun bill to remove permit and training requirements, clears the house vote. They're like this. You want to carry the gun? You want to pack it in there? There's no need for training. There's no need for permits. Just tuck it in your waistband and have a good day. Here you go. That's like the Wild West, man. I do that. I mean, down in New Mexico, everybody's got a gun. That's where my family's from. We haven't talked about this, I don't think, but I don't know how we haven't. Um, Indian man is Sue Parents for giving birth to him. Oh, no, we, we talked about this. Or did we did not? Did I miss I mean, it? I, I, you might not be Actually, here. this might have been, been the one he was gone. Did we talk about this? I don't I, I know the story. Yeah. Maybe we did, maybe, and then he wasn't there, did. and it never know. aired. I may have sent it. Yeah, it we didn't air that. Yeah, we didn't air that. That's right, because we were horrible so go ahead without with our the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just need to work on <laughs> your transitions. Yeah, it's all transition work. I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, because he didn't, what was it? He didn't give him the... I had trouble leading. I had trouble being the dance yeah. leader I, I turned um, it over to him I said you started just off just you do it like, yeah. uh, it's Lord it's, it's, uh, it's <laughs> oh, what, what is it called again <laughs> this is our show should I do his out uh, off Thank the record turn it into the burly beard I'm your now. host the beard but yeah he did not give consent to be born yeah, he, so he wants consent. He's he suing. wants to be taken care of he wants money because he I mean he says why should I suffer why must I be <laughs> Stuck in traffic. Why must I work? Why must I face Sounds wars? Like right. Why must I feel pain or depression? You know what he Why needs? should I do anything that I don't want to do? So many questions. One answer. I'm suing my parents. I should have never. Been. You know what he needs? The Green New Deal. <laughs> I added a all lot of that answers, in, but... <laughs> All the answers are coming. All he needs is the Green New Deal. I mean, deal. Dude, the best part of this, you know what his lawyers do for a living? Or, I just gave it up. You know what his parents do for a living? Both of them lawyers. Both of them. They laughed about it. So it's probably it's probably some stunt to just yeah. get me just get attention, but still funny. Somebody's doing a stunt to get attention. My Who brother sent me that? a text the other day that said that the hot thing right now with kids is they yeah they try to how, what what do they do they they fake the, the, being missing they find somewhere to they like so twenty four forty eight hours twenty four right? forty eight hours and then they see how many likes or attention they can get on social media. Like their parents putting out something saying, please find our, our child. The kids putting out, or the uh, cops putting out an Amber Alert. Uh, you know what I mean? Have your friends post and say, please find Vinny and see how many likes you get or how many concerns you get. And that's like a game. Like, I want to run away for 48 to 28 hours. Or, what yeah, did I say? the most likes. 24 to 48 hours to see if you can get the most attention from being missing. Dude, that's insane. Insane. Well, in New York, as you're searching for them, you will not be able to avoid, well, at least if you have it the New York police way, you won't be able to avoid the DUI checkpoints by using your Apple iPhone and uh, checking out the Waze app. Oh, the Waze mm. does not include, I have that on my phone. Well, actually, New don't. York police are calling Google. Um, they sent a letter to Google demanding that it remove drunk driving checkpoints from its Waze navigation app. 
As uh, Street Blog New York and CBS New York reported earlier, this is a couple weeks ago, though, and it's not quite breaking news. Uh, the NYPD writes that posting of such information for public consumption is irresponsible since it only serves to aid impaired and intoxicated drivers to evade checkpoints and encourage reckless driving. I could not agree less with that categorization of what this does. Uh, I could not agree less with the opposite or what they're trying to say, which is yeah. they should set up Checkpoint Charlie and be able to just pull everybody over yeah. fascist style and search their cars. I mean, look. Maybe I got some place to go and I'm sober and I don't want to stop you for what a they couple should do? minutes. They Maybe should. I'm drunk and I don't want a cop yeah. to stop pulling me over. <laughs> That's the other coin. Right? <laughs> they should just put up fake ones in there. So you'd be driving around being like, oh, so on that street, I'm going to avoid it. Not and you run, in, then you run into the good stuff. It's unconstitutional. See, there's a reason the Supreme Court said they have to be publicly uh, announced. You can't just have uh, surprise checkpoints. It's unconstitutional. They have to be publicly announced. They have to be... Uh, uh, known and they have to be well yeah. marked and they cannot operate randomly. So you actually have to have some sort of pattern. You can pull over everybody. Mm-hmm. You can pull over every Maybe. other buddy. You can pull over every other, every other buddy, but you can't do it everybody one time and then this guy the next hour. And then, you know, if you see yeah. Shady Joe walking around with a uh, Corona t shirt, you can't just pick him because he looks like he's been drunk at the beach all day. So. Yeah. Speaking of drunks, bed bugs falling off lawyers' clothing forces Oklahoma courthouse to close. Oh, my God. This story you know, is crazy. Oklahoma? I know. I know. Palmer's had a similar act happen in Ohio here. <laughs> courthouse in Oklahoma was forced to shut its doors Monday with a group of unwanted visitors snuck inside on a lawyer's jacket. The Rogers County Courthouse said in a Facebook post it had to close its Claremont facility at noon because of a confirmed case of bed bugs. Uh, I was told that the individual that had them also shook his jacket all over the prosecutor's files. (laughs) What? That's what he did. They held a meeting and decided to close the building in order for the extermination company to get rid of the bugs. They got to like crank the whole building up. I think it's like 170 degrees for multiple hours there to like cook those out. Yeah, you got to cook them. We didn't feel comfortable with the workers having to stay here the rest of the day. Holy crap, (laughs) You want to know who should have been cooking bugs? Who, who, that guy's representing somebody. That's yeah. the other thing. Yeah, what's your, can you it's imagine like, when your lawyer shows up with bed bugs falling off of him? It's like, <laughs> I, think, I think you have the wrong attorney. Like, this is like why you should in, always interview your lawyer first, if at all possible. First, do no harm. Gosh, man, I was that's shocked funny. to learn that you could actually kill bed bugs that way. I, I, there was, I had a scare. I'm, I'm those things about scare the things. crap out of me. And I've I, never had it happen, but man, they scare me. For one reason or another, I thought that we ever had. I had bed bugs at one point. I was so paranoid. You checked about the it. seams. I checked everywhere. I couldn't find anything, but I was still scared to death. And uh, I, I, I but you don't the, just find one bed bug, right? You know what happened? My son had like three bites, and they say I did. I did this research because I was like, "Holy crap!" I got Google. Bed bugs. Yeah. I googled it, and I was like, "I got bed bugs." You know what that? You know what Google is? An exterminator's best friend. Well, Google's that. Yeah. <laughs> Google's that way with anything. It's like I have this bump on my leg. It's like, uh, it could be. Yeah. Lose oh, they your give leg. you all this stuff. Well, they, apparently, you can just crank up your house to like 100 degrees, and it kills them. That's what their their process is. You just they come in with these heaters, they seal up everything, they kick you out, and they just burn your house down. Your boy uh, Bear, <laughs> they burn your house down. <laughs> 
You have, you have to burn a bunch of clothes and, burn, and you have to get rid of a bunch of stuff. Or can you bake it off your clothes? I think it, it is, can. Hundred, hundred degrees really does it. No, it's one hundred and seventy. Is it one hundred and seventy? See, gotta, I don't think you. So the centipede off is going to kill those. No, they, the, the exterminators come in and they, they set come up in heaters. they set up big heaters. And yeah, heat your house it's not just like yeah, but you can't just turn your heat up and, and get no, it to. They got to bring in heaters. Yeah, yeah. a real furnace. I don't know what you got in your house. Well, can I? They call Elon Musk. They get the the torch, the flamethrower, and just walk around. But it says this is not a flamethrower on the side of it. Yeah. Cigarette lighter or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I guess you use a hairdryer. Just t- attack them one by one, man. Yeah, but that 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 is uh, that is that is one of my fears. Dude, every time I go into a hotel, every time I go into a hotel, dude, I do I do a check. I don't know why. It just freaks me out. Oh, freaks me out, dude. Yeah. And like I don't I don't like to put my my bags on the floor and stuff because they say that you know they can crawl into your bags and you take them home with you. Yeah. Well, if, if they're in the room and you're in there, it's too late. Yeah, um, you're right. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're you're, right. you're, you're going to walk out. You're like, why is my beard so itchy? Oh, that's a deal, uh, man. Fight lice or bed bugs, it's got to come off, man. Oh, no, man. lice are worse than bed bugs, I would think, as far as your beard goes. I mean, I can't. Having a, having lice in your beard, you got to shave it. It's done. That's why I've thought about it. You know, because I've had a pink eye how many times. My, my six-year-old, my three-year-old bring all kinds of stuff home from daycare, and you just never know what you're going to get. So, yeah, I mean, that's a that's a... That's a end. You're done. If I have lice in my beard, I'm cutting it off. Gone. Gone. Done. I'm no longer the beard. I'm just the double chin man that sits across from me. <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna do? Your boy Bear Grill. He's in hot water. Oh, dude, I love after, Bear. After what? Yeah, he's in trouble there. He should have been eating bed bugs, but he wasn't. He would eat bed bugs. What he did was uh, after boiling a frog in Bulgaria. Oh, okay. He was uh, landing himself in hot water and faces potential fine after killing and cooking a frog while filming in a protected national park in Bulgaria. I think this has happened before. uh, And also, his crew's getting hit up because they had started fires. They went swimming in a lake that he wasn't supposed to go swimming in. He's eating frogs and then uh, Mm -hmm. happens to be that they gave him permission to film there. And then they were watching his show and they're like, he's like... That was like the last one of those frogs. They, they were like going extinct. So I wonder what his response, has he responded to this? He said the frog was delicious. <laughs> That's not his response. But I, I've, I've heard some behind the scenes of those shows, and I don't think they're as uh, accurate as we think they are. Um, because even though it looks like he might be eating a frog, he might not be eating a frog at all. He in might the have, background, there's a McDonald's, yeah, right? Yeah, his film I mean, crew had, food. had been briefed over rules governing the park. How do you make that mistake with his show? You know what I'm saying? I mean, how long has he been doing this? How, how can he make know. that make a mistake? He, he made it. He, was he obviously made he it. He was starving to death in real. No, here's here's what goes on right here. Uh, Gill's uh, representatives did not immediately respond to CNN for requests or comments. They're probably like, well, they'll just put it out there and everybody think it's fake news. Oh. But, uh, but Fox it's, it's gaining some traction, huh? It's gaining traction here. Man, I don't know if I, because we've had about two weeks since no news, so I've been, I've been, I've been collecting, but I think I might have been through mine. Let's yeah. see here. You know, it's George Washington's birthday, born on February 22. George Washington, Commander in Chief, Continental Forces, born today. Happy birthday. 1732. Hmm. You believe that? And we celebrated President's Day last week. Last Monday. Yep. Or was it this previous Monday? That was just a couple days ago. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So it's happy re- birthday, George. Jorge. It's funny because I track the, uh, what's his name, uh, Smollett, the actor. Yeah. I, I, I track that. Like, I have like six articles on here. As each one comes out more, more of the evidence that, that they find. 
And I wanted to, there was one I wanted to bring up with you guys. Um, I can't find it, but basically, oh, here it is. So do you know in downtown Columbus in May, they're doing a detective day that you can sign up for for 46 bucks? Is Elvis Costello providing the entertainment? It's like a huge <laughs> clue throughout the city. Bill got it. It's a detective day. I don't even, what'd you say? Did, did Is it, Elvis Costello providing the entertainment? I don't think so, but it's but it's you can just go detective and, and day. Be watching the detectives. Yeah, and speaking of Smolt, um, horrible. I, I don't. Yeah, I, no. I, my joke I was horrible. Joke. I don't, I'm not saying. <laughs> so oh, I thought I was horrible joke. for not getting your joke. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. By the way, a comedian posted about uh, Smolt that he uh, he has retained counsel. He has decided to hire Atticus Finch. Yeah, Atticus yeah. Finch. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there you go. Player right there. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, with this one, we will wrap it up. It turns out one of the greatest sports upsets of all time, hmm. punctuating the awesomeness of the American spirit, even in hard times, the U.S. hockey team defeats on February 22nd. Oh, Russia. In 1980, I guess, yes. Uh, so didn't the lights go out? Wasn't, didn't, it, didn't they lose power during that game or something and yeah. it went black? We beat the Russians. I don't. I don't know that. I think there is maybe somewhere in the back of my head. I remember that, but I, I don't know. I just remember putting his arms in the air and they won. Yep, and uh, you know, and they made a great movie out of it too. So Trump says he is likely to support ending federal ban on marijuana. So get high, celebrate the hockey win because Trump yep. is coming your way. So, and George Washington's birthday. Yep. Um, so you've got George Washington's birthday, uh, hockey day, Trump and pot day. Mm. What else? I'm gonna burn. So one can you imagine down. that? It's like if you if you're thinking, man, I really want to get elected. I'm gonna legalize pot. Run on that That's platform. They're, right? all, yeah. they're all they're all running. Why on not? That, though. Yeah, but he really is. Yeah, he's like he's like <laughs> he's really 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 <laughs> means like, it. And his marijuana it. button is bigger than yours, player. His bong is bigger <laughs> than yours. <laughs> That's right. So. All right, well, that is the news. That is a lot of news, and anybody who didn't have time to take notes, don't worry. You can just download this, and you can play it as many times as you want. You don't have to actually write all this down and remember it. You can just listen over and over again. What a bargain. (laughs) (laughs) For free. Free. Uh, Until we start charging people. Go ahead, fix these suckers. A dollar an episode. But anyway, so that is Lawyer Talk. Extra, 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 222219. All right? 22219. Off the record, on the air at least until now.